Hello, you guys. It's Simone Faith here with 252 Beauty Supply located in Moyoc, North Carolina. And today, guys, I want to talk about businesses and um, how businesses are failing and what can we do about our business, right? Or what's really going on now? If you guys are unaware or you have been under a rock, then you have not paid attention to all of the businesses who are now merging, right? And so many people are deciding to get rid of their brick and mortar. Now, I have been in business about three years and 2024 will be four years in July. But let me tell you what I'm seeing here on the East Coast. So a lot of businesses, um, well, let me just go back a little bit. When I first opened in 2020, people thought that it was very silly for me to open with 1,000 square feet. Maybe it may have even been less than that. Let me be honest, you guys. I would have been happy if I could have found 500 square feet. And, and that's the absolute truth because I believe that I could have did whatever I was trying to do in 500 square footage. But as luck would have it, I think I found something that was between 850 and 1,000 square feet. Keep in mind, when I opened a business, I knew nothing about running my personal actual business. I have been in retail many, many years and I've worked behind the scenes as in front. So I had a good idea. And what I didn't know, I was willing to educate myself with going back to school, reading many books and, and you know, finding mentorship. At least that's what I saw. Now, fast forward, when I finally opened the doors, nobody wanted to mentor me. Nobody. The people who did want to mentor me, they wanted thousands of dollars that I did not have. So I could not even afford to go. So I simply went online. I took some classes, a few courses. I read plenty of books. I mean, I've watched dozens and dozens and dozens of people who talk about the beauty supply. And let me tell you one strange thing that I have found out. Mostly all the people who are on YouTube or any of these channels, they say the same thing. They give you the same information that you can look on Google. They, they don't really give you a leg up. They give the same vendors that everybody gives. And they're willing to coach you but at a lot of money, you know, and listen, no shot to them. I know everybody have to make their money, but when you are a new business, it is very hard, okay, to pay out thousands of dollars when you're barely opening your doors. Now, some people will say, well, hey, why are you open, opening a business if you can barely sustain it in the beginning? Um, that's neither here nor there. I think to each his own. I will say this. I think that when anybody opens a business, they definitely need to do a little bit more diligence than I did. But it's very possible to open a beauty supply with about $30,000. You know, and listen, I opened one with less than 10000 Okay, so you can't tell me it can't be done. But we started literally from the ground up, literally. And it was a blessing that the community received us so well and maybe they had sympathy <laughs> right because they kept going they that is what kept us in business now fast forward from the first year to now when I first opened, as I was telling you guys, people felt like I should have started off with 5,000 square footage and now I understand why I just didn't have the money to do it but um 
I had a little bit more resources and I just wanted to get in while I could because in 2020, everything was shutting down. You guys, you remember that's when COVID really start, you know, gathering steam like in March and businesses was closed and people was moving out of stuff and all this crazy stuff was happening. So we were able to get a building for pennies on the dollar. And that was right up my alley, pennies on the dollar, okay? We didn't have to pay uh, first month, last month rent, none of that. We simply moved in the building. We didn't have to pay the water bill. You know, I felt like Jesus was on my side because, you know, good night. I'm so glad that God did not open that door, you guys. Let me say that again. Sometimes you need to step back and be thankful for what God do not do for you, right? As opposed to being ungrateful for what you didn't get but think you deserved it. I watched so many beauty supplies crumble between 2020 and now where they just simply went out of business. They were sick of it. Their spaces was really big. Their rent, just their rent, okay? Most of the people don't even own their building. So the rent alone, five, $6,000, that did not include paying employees. That did not include ordering product and then paying your bills. Oh my goodness. Okay. Here I am complaining that everything, everything, okay, my rent, my bills, my one employee all cost me pennies on the dollar. And here I am screaming because I have to come up with eleven to twelve hundred just for the bills. And I'm screaming and going crazy. I didn't know what a good position I was in until this year. Right now, if you guys have been following me, then, you know, last year I went back to work. I took a job because I want to expand, not that I want to expand space. I want to be able to expand my inventory. Now, for a lot of people who I spoke with who thought it was a great idea that I should expand, they said, oh, you know, you should take out a loan. Now, listen, that sounds good, you know, right? Use other people's money, right? That sounds great. But to pay it back if you're not making any money is reality. That's reality. So to me, if you have something you could pull from, if you have, you know, whether it's a 401k, whether you go get a second job, a first job, use that money because then you're not in debt behind the scenes. Some of us are in debt up front. And I'm talking, trying to figure out how we're going to pay employees. And then we start cutting their hours, right? Which is unfair to a person who's looking to pay their bills, right? Then they, then we have to cut their hours. And then we just completely cut them down. Maybe you go from four workers to two because reality has set in. But I want you guys to look around at all the businesses who are really, really struggling, right? Really struggling. Look at all of the, let me tell you what I noticed in my community. And this is maybe today, yesterday. I, I think I started noticing really a couple of days ago. People who had never, and I've lived, I've lived in this community now going on seven years. People who have never used flagship signs to promote their business, they're now using flagship signs. I had not seen little, I like to call them ground stickers, you know, where you put advertisement in the ground on a post or something. My first time in 
almost seven years seeing this all around my neighborhood where they're saying shop small. Please shop small businesses for this holiday. Right? People are very desperate because our economy, which maybe the mass public realizes is in the toilet. Now, listen, I'm going to be honest. The economy has always been in the toilet. If you guys go back and do your research years on years on years, you know, it's been bad 10 years, 7 years, 20 years, then it get better, then it go back bad, you know, up and down. It has always happened. But now that I am a full adult paying all my bills and I don't live with my parents, let me tell you, life has gotten really real, right? Um, I think everybody is making sacrifices. Everybody. Everybody is watching where every dollar go. You know, imagine this. And let me get my scratch piece of paper while I'm talking to you guys about this. And you could probably hear me. You look, rustling the paper. Imagine this. You're paid $800. And let's say $800 every two weeks. So you make a max of $1,600. Let's just take one $800. If you're the type of person who'd like to go get your nails done, that's $50, right? Minimum, right? It just really depends on what you get, $50. Let's say you do your hair, whatever you do to it, minimum $50. That includes if you give them a tip. Let's say you want to go to the movies twice a month, right? Twice. That's $100 twice a month. Let's say you have to put gas in your car that two weeks that you've got paid. Let's say $50. Let's say you want to go get some groceries, right, for those two weeks. We're going to put $200, right? So we have your nails, your hair, we have entertainment, we have, I don't know, gas, and now we have groceries, right? And let's say maybe you have one bill that needs to be due, right? Because bills come, you know, on the 1st and 15th, right? Now look, this little bit of money, let me tell you something. 100, 100, 200, 100. Already you're $500 out of your $800. That's already. You know, and who knows what else you have to do with your $300? Who knows? People, we are not surviving off this money. And okay, so let me say, and I don't mean to sound ridiculous, but poor people have always survived off of nothing, right? See, there's, there's what I call regular poor, new poor, and old poor, <laughs> right? Old poor is someone who has never, ever in their life, and they're old, they've just never made a lot of money, right? They have learned to live, okay? They have learned to live. Poor people they're making do with what they have, right? They've known for many years when a bill is due, you almost, it's like you put it in a box, shuffle it around and decide which bill you're going to pay that month, which bill, or what's not going to get paid. Let me say that, right? And the Newport is going crazy, right? Because they're making 100000 a year between them and their husband, and they have no money, $200. They just don't know what happened. You know, it's hard to feel sorry for us because we have been allowing our government to do this to us since the beginning of time. 
We fight amongst ourselves and we hate people who are different, but we have allowed the government to take complete control over everything in this world and be completely unfair to the human race. That's our fault, right? Another part of this that I think is our fault is this. A lot of people don't know how to live within their means, right? Everybody needs a BMW. Everybody needs a Mercedes. Everybody needs a Tesla. Do you guys remember when Tesla hit the market? You start seeing all kinds of people with a Tesla, okay? I mean, it's people right here in my community that was buying Teslas for their entire family. You know, I felt like it was Oprah. You can get a Tesla, and you can get a Tesla, and you can get a Tesla. That's how it was. Anything that somebody get, everybody wants it. It's crazy. Everything. It doesn't matter. You get stuff because your neighbors next door have it, right? It's not because you really want it, and it's nothing that you would have thought about. But if you see somebody else with it, you think you need it, even if you can't afford it. In my neighborhood, you guys, and, and we're going to get back on the business, but let me tell you, in my neighborhood, not a lot of people have up their Christmas lights. Christmas is really not the same, and you can feel it. It's in the air. I don't really celebrate Christmas, but, you know, a lot of times when Christmas would come, you would know. Folks was happy. They was jolly. People were still helping. And I'm not saying people don't help people, but it's, it's less, right? It's not more. It's less. Lights are not on every night for Christmas. They simply not. I don't see families doing their thing and everybody's so excited, right? It's almost like it's a pain for the adults to go out and try to figure out how are they going to get what these kids want. See, it was different 10, 12 years ago when all the Xboxes came out and your money went a little further and your kid wanted this $300 system and you was like, okay, no problem. I got it. I, I got you. Hell, people even went to rent to own to get it. Not anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Let me tell you guys, I went in the grocery market yesterday and listen, I'm greedy and I have a greedy family and we like to eat. I, I like to cook sometimes now, but you know, I went in there because I saw this recipe on TikTok with taquitos and, you know, kind of turning taquitos into enchiladas. And I said, oh, that's a quick recipe. I'm going to try that because I work, my husband work, my kids are gone most of the day. So, you know, hey, I went to food line. Listen, you guys, I couldn't even bring myself to pick up a $10 box of taquitos with only 20 in them. So can you imagine? I thought to myself, I would probably need two boxes. That is $20 off the rip. Then probably the green enchilada sauce is another $6 probably, right? And then I thought about sour cream, lettuce, tomatoes, and everything that I was going to need, all the fixing. And I'm so greedy, I always think I need a drink to go with my food. And no, I don't want no water, okay? Don't go in no faucet and pour me no water. I'm looking for a Coke, some sweet tea. I'm looking for something that I like to go down my throat. Honey, I start adding that up in my head, right? I start adding it up in my head, okay? I came to $45, right, for some of a fake meal of food, okay? Not something that, you know, where it's hamburger meat, some chicken, something that I can kind of, you know, cut up, save, and, and have some now, save some later. No, 
Mm -mm. Honey, I walked right out of a food lion and I drove to the dollar store. Okay. I picked up some bread. I already have some cheese. Honey, I went home and made grilled cheese and french fries. <laughs> okay. I think I spent $2 on the meal. I said no. So my point is, some of us, we live outside of our means, and then we're surprised that at the end of the month, we have nothing, right? Some of us are too good to even go in a grocery market and say, okay, I'm not going to get all name brand stuff. I'm going to get <laughs> the market brand. What is it? Food Lion, Kroger brand, wherever you shop, okay? Vons, wherever you shop. No, we don't do that. A lot of us still don't use coupons. We simply don't. Some of us are embarrassed. Not me, honey. Not me. Listen, I'm not embarrassed of anything. If somebody want to give me food stamps, I, I take it all because I have realized now food is so expensive. It used to be in a poor family. You know, when I was growing up, you were poor because you couldn't afford to give your kids vegetables every night and all these fresh fruits and all of this jazz, okay? Poor people couldn't afford that every night, right? That was a luxury. Now, almost nobody could afford it every day, right? I find myself, you guys, going to the farmer's market. It's a local Moyak farmer's market here where I stand, let me tell you, I just love their products. I love the freshness. I go on Food Lion. Listen, it's really a fight for me not to lose my mind in Food Lion because, girl, the onions and everything, it, they, they leave out the rotten fruit, okay? They are so far behind in the times. They leave out the rotten fruit and put the fresh, the fresh products on top of rotten stuff. You ever seen anything like that? I bought a watermelon from... Food line, I want to say about two months ago, I put it in my refrigerator uh, 24 hours, right? I came the next day. It hadn't even been a good 24 hours. I went to cut it open. It was mush on the inside. Made me so sick, right? I haven't had watermelon since. Even when it comes in season, I won't be going there to buy it. And listen, that's not to say it can happen, but that's not the first time. Okay, that's like my third time. So I've tried, tried, I'm done. And I say all this to say, even in business, you guys pay attention to the foot traffic. Pay attention to how many people are not going in these stores. How many people have decided if you own, own a salon, right? We talk to salon owners on the regular. So many of them said no traffic, right? People are not coming in to get their hair done. People are canceling appointments. People don't want to spend $100 on highlights. They're taking a chance trying to do it themselves because why spend it on that when I might need it for this? Everything is so high, you have to pick and choose, okay? Our foot traffic now in 2023 is like the foot traffic it was when we first opened in 2020. And I have a plethora of products now, okay? I have so many products now, I have to find space to hold it. Can you imagine? So I tell people, and I've been telling people, I've been sounding the alarm, telling people, hey, you have to save some money. You have to save some money because it's getting ugly. I've been telling people you have to have more than one hustle. Now is the time. The businesses that are going to survive are going to be the businesses that fight tooth and nail. What I mean by that, 
I mean, you have to have second sources of income, whether that's a job, you need to do a, a e-commerce business, you need to do something if you want to support your brick and mortar. You have to. You have to. Multiple streams of income. You cannot any longer depend on one income. You can't. You can't just say, I go to work every day and everything is going to be okay because I work and I get a check. No, you can't do that. Don't be a fool. You have to have other streams of income. And it doesn't matter to me whether you do Uber, DoorDash, you work at Amazon part-time, you you make food for somebody and sell it. Maybe you grow vegetables and you sell those. I don't know. You know, it's whatever you can endure, whatever you can take, then you should do that. I don't know. Maybe go to your church and ask your pastor, um, are they looking for janitorial services? I mean, there's just so much you can do to bring in extra money. And all of that will matter because now what I have found is when I was growing up, uh, maybe you work two jobs, like one full-time job, one part-time job, because you need extra money for the things you wanted. In this day and age, in 2023, people are working two jobs apiece, two full-time jobs. And if they're not working two full-time, the husband and the wife, they're both working a full-time job and they're both working a part-time job that feels like a full-time job, okay? So the kids really now are left alone, okay? They was already left alone before it got this bad, but now the kids really are raising themselves because the parents now... Healthcare is killing you, right? Everybody has to have healthcare. It's killing us. Healthcare is killing us. Okay, you almost be mad when your child gets sick. Like you can't believe what you sick. We gotta go to the hospital. Like you can't believe it because you know instantly in your mind you you're gonna get hit with five hundred to a thousand dollars for some old crazy stuff that they just charge you because they took your temperature. <laughs> and you laid on that bed, ran some tests to find out you was okay. You just needed to rest. I want you guys to be very aware. Do not let this creep up on you and you're shocked, you guys. Everybody is two paychecks from being in poverty. Everybody. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. And do you guys remember when people got the PPP loan, right? Listen, I didn't get one, not because I didn't want one. I just didn't qualify, honey. And I'm so grateful now when I look back at that. You know, first I was, you know, had had my thumb stuck in my ear. I was angry because I didn't get it. And now I look back, you know how many people have lost their cars and have to pay it back? I mean, so many people did it with, with a, a theft intention in mind. And now they're suffering. You know, now the businesses are suffering. Because they did it the wrong way, right? When your business is doing bad, always you think in your mind, let me get a loan or a grant so that I can be okay. But even if your business is down in the dumps right now, you guys, if you can float your business, find a way to float it, even if you have to get a job. (laughs) Okay, let me say that again. Even if you have to get a job. Okay, I know a lot of business owners don't want to go out there and work for somebody else, but you know, it's better to go out there and work for somebody else than it is to get a loan 
on something you can't afford and the business the business model is declining and ours is declining so I want you guys to look around, do your homework. You you know, when you're in business or you want to get in business, learn about it. And let me tell you the number one thing everybody in business should be doing. Everybody should be getting online to start something online, whether you make your own earrings, you write your own books. We should all have a digital product online. Everybody, me, you, Everybody should have a digital product online and promote it, promote, promote, promote till you can't promote no more. When you get up in the morning, <clears throat> realize you got up, somebody didn't. So if you get up every day, the question you need to ask yourself is what are you going to do today to make a difference for what you didn't do yesterday? Right. You have to have a why. What's the why? What is your reason for getting up? What is your reason for opening this business? Is it simply money? Because you're not going to be satisfied if it's simply money. And remember, guys, everything you do, do to the glory of God, everything you do. If you can't do it to the glory of God, then you're in the wrong business. Right. Because everything needs to be for his glory. Right. Everything. He is in the midst of everything, whether your business fold, your business get so much success is coming out your ears no matter what it is he is the reason and that doesn't mean you don't get discouraged and you won't get discouraged it doesn't mean you won't cry it doesn't mean you won't throw in a towel it doesn't mean you're not gonna want to fold up and it doesn't mean you're not gonna spend many nights crying yes you will if you are an entrepreneur okay because a real entrepreneur that's focused business savvy and know their goals and know the direction they're going in. They're working seven days a week. They're working when people sleep. They're up when people are asleep. They're in the bathtub crying. They're in the shower crying. Some of their bank accounts may have 42 cents and they don't know how they're going to ship a package because they don't have the money in their account to ship. These are the people that's going to hold on. These are the people that are survivors. That is why I said we have poor, we have the new poor, and we have the old poor. New poor don't know how to survive. New poor gets on TikTok and Facebook and start crying and saying they don't have any money. You know, what is going on? We make $100,000 a year and we're broke. See, that's new poor because you've never had to live below your means or at your means. You have always lived exceeding your needs. Right. So the first thing you look at <clears throat> when you new poor is look at the amount of mortgage that you pay for something that's not your house. Right. Most people are paying three, four thousand for an apartment. Think about that. Right. So if your money is not increasing, but everything else is, you have to decrease something. Right. Come on, guys, economics. You have to decrease you have to decrease something. What are you gonna decrease? Going out. Do you really have to go to the movies? Do you really have to go to dinner? Do you really need that Chanel purse? Do you really need that two hundred dollar fragrance? Do you? You can't shop anywhere else? Do you have to have the the cheese that costs $40? Do you have to have T-bone steaks? I mean, come on. And if you have to have it, then don't get on TikTok or these other platforms and complain. Get your butt out there and go get a second job. So what? You have a full-time job and you claim you're making $80,000, $90,000. Then that means you need more money, right? Because 
You want to live beyond your means. But let me tell you what a regular poor person do. They go to the grocery market and they shop different. They look for a big bag of rice. I'm talking that 20-pound bag of rice. They look for potatoes. I'm talking about the russets in the big bag, right? They look for a big jar of peanut butter because if they have children, what kid will not eat a peanut butter sandwich, whether it's peanut butter and bananas, peanut butter and jelly, peanut butter and syrup, a kid will eat it, right? They look for oatmeal, right? They may want something different, but oatmeal is a staple in there, right? So nobody goes hungry. Nobody goes hungry. They buy big bags of sugar and big bags of flour because they may have to bake a lot of their own stuff. They may have to bake their own cookies. They may have to bake their own bread. They may have to bake, bake, bake. This is what they get. When we go to buy meat, we look at meat that could last two to three days, right? If we buy a big package, how many meals can we get out of this, right? We don't just go to the market and say, I have $100 and, oh, that's okay if I spend 80 for one meal. No, we don't. We go there with a mindset of this has to last more than one day, right? Because money really don't grow on trees. <laughs> it's not just falling out the sky. See, the new poor is nothing like that. This is why you see so many people whining on social media because they don't know how to live like regular people who they call the poor. They don't know how to live like us. A lot of regular people, right? We are growing our own fruit and vegetables in our backyards. That's what we're doing. We're eating from our backyards. Mm -hmm. Because we have realized that all the chemicals and the pesticides anyway, it's better for you to go ahead and grow it in your own backyard because you know what you're putting in it, right? Because you know what you... You know the return that you're going to get on your vegetables. So I'm telling you guys, look at everything in your life, right? See what you can cut down. See what you can take away. See what you really don't need. Do you need Hulu, Netflix, Disney Channel, Prime Video? Do you need all of those channels? Really? And can you afford all of them? If you don't have $1,000 saved up in the bank for an emergency then you cannot afford all of those different accounts, okay? Let me, just, let me just throw that out there for my people who say, yes, it's only $6. Because then if that's the case, why don't you have any savings? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, no, guys, it's not getting tough out here. It's been tough. It's been tough. It's just regular poor people have worked through it. And let me tell you something else regular poor people do that most people don't. When gas get real high, we just simply don't go nowhere unless we have to. Okay? I'm not going to visit you just because I want to sit in your face and gossip about people who I don't like. Most of the time, I don't even like you. So what's the purpose? See, that, that's one thing a regular poor person do. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Go where? Oh, no, that's too much gas. 12 miles. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You know why? Because we start thinking about we only get paid every two weeks, and I got to have enough gas to get to and fro to my job. Mm-hmm. Now, if everything is on the way there, great. But if it's not on the way there, if it's out of my way, then I'm not coming. We don't even hang out. I'm um, friends. We'll, we will stop everything unless they come to our house. We will stop everything because we know, we know that in reality, it's hard for people to loan you $50. Because everybody don't have 50 to just give away. 
Mm-mm-mm. And that's the truth. Right? The new pork, this is going to be hard for you. Buy some beans. <laughs> Honey, listen. You make the right kind of beans and put a little piece of meat in some beans. Honey, the beans will taste like steak. Right? You, you learn how to cook. This, this is a good, good time to learn how to cook. But what I don't like is people getting all over social media, crying, begging. Like, you know, no one's going to send you no money on TikTok. No one's coming to save us, you guys. We have to save ourselves, right? Jesus already died for us, right? And to, so that our sins can be forgiven through him, right? Right? That has already happened. Nobody's coming to save you out of poverty. Nobody's coming to save you because you don't know how to put your money away. And everything that we see in the world is geared for us to spend it. Okay? Learn to live off less. Learn that. Dave Ramsey shouldn't have to say that. That's something you should already know as a grown adult. You should know to live on less. All right, you guys, this is Simone Faith here at 252 with another rant. And this rant just happened to be about business and money and, and what I'm seeing out here in the world. People are actually struggling. You know, they're struggling and they want somebody to feel sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for anybody, guys, not even myself. Everything that has happened to us thus this far, we have did it to ourselves. I want you guys to remember that. And remember 252, a beauty supply for all your beauty needs. You guys have a great day. Until tomorrow, bye.